Hello and welcome to Friday's Corporate Casket. My name is Blair and today we're going to be talking about Bang Energy drinks. So I wanted to take a look at them because I have a confession here. Now, energy drinks are kind of my lifeblood and I know they're not the healthiest thing in the world to drink, but I work probably way too many hours in a day and don't get enough sleep. So I feel like I constantly need energy drinks to keep me up because coffee just doesn't really do it anymore. But I know that the industry surrounding energy drinks isn't exactly the healthiest, safest, whatever. There's a lot of deaths associated, injuries, all sorts of things. But there's a particular company I wanted to zoom in on today, and that's Bang. Now, they've never personally appealed to me. I can't tell you why. Maybe it's because there's too many milligrams of caffeine in there for me. It's like 300 a can. That's insane for me. Like, I need energy, but not that much. You know what I mean? But Bang has always just kind of rubbed me the wrong way and I couldn't really figure out why. So I figured maybe it's time to take a little bit of an introspective look at the energy drink process and start by looking at a company that just something just doesn't seem quite right to me. So I wanted to check it out because if there's an energy drink that's partaking in some kind of shady business, I obviously want to know about it. And I feel like you might want to know about it too. So today we're going to start with Bang Energy. Let's get into it. As per usual, we're going to start with Bang's history. Now, Bang isn't technically the owner of Bang Energy Drinks. They are actually owned by a parent company called Vital Pharmaceuticals. And that already kind of rubs me the wrong way because how can you be a pharmaceutical company but own energy drinks, which are pretty blatantly not the best for people to consume? And again, I know I'm one to talk because I'm guilty of this too, but I'm at least trying to keep a careful eye on how much I drink, I promise. Maybe I'm assuming too much here, but I don't like the idea of a pharmaceutical company because it implies they're about health and wellness in their name, but then to have that company own an energy drink company, it just, it doesn't seem quite right. However, according to Vital and Bang, Bang energy drinks actually claim to be healthier than other energy drinks like Monster. And we'll get into that, but a moment before we do, let's take a quick look at Vital, the parent company behind the product because of course this couldn't be like something that's just nicely streamlined. This has to be like a random collage of people that own random parts of Bang, but let's let's take a look at Vital really quick. One source I found states that Vital Pharmaceuticals has given a quarter of a million dollars to a super PAC called America First Action. A super PAC is an independently expenditure only political committee that may receive unlimited contributions from individuals, corporations, labor unions, and other political action committees for the purpose of financing political activity. America First Action is a super PAC dedicated to supporting none other than Donald Trump. So it's not as if Vital Pharmaceuticals was supporting a cause that happened to be Republican or right-leaning or anything. They donated that money directly in 2019 to support Trump. Take that however you want. I'm not going to create a war over this, uh, but it just, you know, makes me question their integrity just, just a little bit. Although Vital has apparently been around since 1993, there's not a ton of information available on them online either. The only website affiliated with them, at least according to some of my sources, is the Bang Energy site, even though Bang was only introduced in 2012. So what did Vital Pharmaceuticals do for up to those like 19 seemingly unaccounted for years? Well, I did a bit more digging and discovered that Vital Pharmaceuticals also distributes under the name VPX. 
It's a little bit easier to find information about them this way, because when I started Googling VPX, there were more search engine results that revealed VPX has yet another completely separate drink they distribute in places like the vitamin shop known as Redline. I've never heard of Redline before, but it didn't take very long to find some not so great controversies about them. There was a class action lawsuit filed against them in October, 2012 because of health problems experienced by those who drank it. One source states, Redline energy drinks contain a high amount of caffeine and a number of other substances, which the lawsuit indicates are known to cause adverse side effects. According to the complaint, these can cause rapid heart rate, high blood pressure, headaches, dizziness, and other problems at high doses. This is considered a prescription drug in North America, the lawsuit states. Consumption of this drug is not appropriate for unsupervised use due to potentially severe side effects linked to irregular or rapid heartbeat, kidney failure, seizure, heart attack, or other serious conditions, such as upset stomach, tremors, anxiety or agitation, high blood pressure, a racing heartbeat, dizziness, and nausea. Mirabella states that he purchased a Redline energy drink in July. 10 hours after drinking it, he indicates that he suffered from excessive heart rate, extreme chest pain, lost sensation in his hands, and had extreme nausea. As a result of the health problems from the energy drink, Mirabella claims that he was hospitalized and required two days of sedation to get his heart to return to normal. The lawsuit alleges that emergency room doctors compared the effects to those of a cocaine overdose and warned Mirabella not to ever consume any other energy drink again due to the risk of a similar occurrence. The lawsuit accuses VPX of unjust enrichment, breach of implied warranty, and violation of Florida consumer protection laws. In addition to compensatory damages, the lawsuit seeks to force VPX to engage in corrective advertising and to place clearer warning labels on its products. Now, this is not to say that VPX is the only energy drink manufacturer who has experienced this. Monster Energy Drinks even faced a wrongful death lawsuit when a 14-year-old girl drank two 24-ounce cans of Monster within a 24-hour period. This same source states that, so I don't want anyone thinking that this is something exclusive to VPX. I just think it's a little bit shady that a parent company called Vital Pharmaceuticals would distribute these kinds of drinks. And again, pure speculation right here, but it seems like VPX came out with Bang the same year this class action lawsuit was filed, so maybe they were trying to break away from the Redline name. I don't know, maybe. It just doesn't look great that VPX would release a brand new set of like energy drinks the same year that Redline got bad press. Just food for thought though. Not to mention as of 2020, Redline is still getting horrible press. One article from Caffeine Informer states, Redline energy drink may be racking up a history of sending some people to the hospital with health problems. After all, Redline is one of the most powerful energy drinks and has even been pulled from some retailers shelves. Redline is really intended to be used as a workout aid and energy drink enthusiasts know that Redline is a drink that you don't mess with. The label on the bottle says to only drink half a bottle at a time. Here are some reported cases of people drinking Redline and then experiencing negative health consequences. A guy drinks two eight ounce cans of Redline RTD along with a burrito. Minutes later, he collapses shaking violently. He got Redline from a 7-Eleven. A teenager who drank several red lines per day had the following problems revealed by an endoscope, severe inflammation, bleeding, and ulcerations in the upper part of the small intestine, which was causing severe stomach pain. A Texas man filed suit against Redline because within 10 hours of drinking the energy drink, he experienced excessive heart rate, extreme chest pain, lost sensation in his hands, and had extreme nausea. He had to be hospitalized until they could get his heart rate under control. 
A 57-year-old man suffered a hemorrhagic stroke after consuming a red line. He reported that his symptoms began 15 minutes after consumption. The man in question did not follow the recommendations on the bottle to only consume half at a time and avoid consumption if suffering from high blood pressure. This article is pretty well sourced, so if you want to read it and check out more details of the events, it will be linked in my sources. Again, I'm not saying that other energy drink companies don't have these issues. There are heart problems related to energy drinks, obviously, but at least Monster doesn't pretend to be a pharmaceutical company, you know what I mean? At least I have not heard of them pretending to be some kind of fitness drink. Oh, wait, no, they have ultra fitness series that just came out this year, or this year meaning 2020, sorry. like. Literally, despite how bad 2020 was, I'm still doing that shit at the beginning of this year. The whole, is it 2020 or 2021? Like, uh, that's embarrassing. But anyway, however, it's not only the health issues that have me a bit worried about what's to come. The National Advertising Division has also had to address certain claims made by VPX and Redline, claims that we will see resurface later in a different form with Bang Energy. According to the BBB, in July of 2008, the National Advertising Division of the Council of Better Business Bureaus has recommended that Vital Pharmaceuticals, which markets the energy drink Redline Princess, modify or discontinue certain advertising claims for the product. Advertising for Redline Princess came to the attention of NAD, the Advertising Industry's Self-Regulating Forum, through NAD's Routine Monitoring Program. NAD requested substantiation for certain health-related performance claims made in print advertisements and on product packaging, including a new breakthrough designed especially for women to enhance mood, energy, and fat loss matrix, the world's most effective energy drinks. The advertiser represented that the product is a ready-to-drink beverage whose primary and most effective ingredient is caffeine. NAD found that though their advertisers provided numerous studies on RP's active ingredients and their properties, there was no evidence in the record that the product itself would enhance mood, energy, and fat loss. And consequently, NAD recommended that the advertiser's product performance claims be discontinued. Now, don't get me wrong, these claims are still frustrating, but at least it's not health claims. And I'm warning you now because Bang Energy gets a little bit worse than this. Mood and energy improvements can't really be proven since they aren't solid numbers. It's not measurable. And a lot of their statements, according to NAD, are likely to be understood as puffery. And puffery, I just need to use that word more often. So it doesn't seem like NAD came down all that hard on them. This was kind of more of a like, hey, calm down, don't hype your drinks up too much at an irresponsible level, like watch yourself sort of thing. However, VPX didn't exactly listen because they were in trouble again just two years later. VPX was told to stop referring to their Meltdown product dietary supplement as a fat burner. VPX insisted that it burned fat for six hours and increased fat utilization by 56% without having any evidence to do so. VPX also compared them to epinephrine, saying that it's 273% more potent than ephedrine caffeine and 972% more powerful than epinephrine, although there was no reliable basis for that comparison. They came down a lot harder on VPX for these claims than the other ones, because now it's not as if they're saying, oh, hey, Meltdown is really powerful. It's directly making these promises that just aren't backed up by proof whatsoever. In 2013, plaintiff Adam Carhu filed a class action lawsuit against VPX about these meltdown statements, but many of the counts were dismissed without prejudice. In other words, it was let go because there wasn't enough evidence at the time, but VPX can be tried again for this should more evidence appear. 
Frankly, I wish the judge would have been a bit harsher on VPX simply because as we'll see soon, they don't seem to be take making false statements very seriously. Anyway, now that we've talked about VPX, Redline, and a little bit of the history of where Bang comes from, let's get into what Bang is and the issues I have with them. We'll start with their actual product. We're gonna go ahead and start with some testing and a giant disclaimer. This is going to be anecdotal evidence. In other words, this is simply how a Bang energy drink made my researcher feel after drinking some of it. Also, thank you, Allie, for taking the bullet and doing this. I love you forever and I'm so sorry. So when Danny Gonzalez talked about Bang in his video and when he tried it, he said he felt really weird and his heart was racing after drinking it, though he's not used to drinking caffeine. So Allie, while researching this video, went out and bought a Bang energy drink to see if she would feel the same way. For reference, Allie has had exactly one latte and one energy drink a week. Caffeine does affect her because she's a shorty and she also doesn't drink energy drinks too often. Allie bought the cotton candy flavor and continued researching for this video while sipping on the Bang energy drink. The flavor was fine to her. I personally, when I've tried it before, I thought it was absolute garbage. She said it was a bit overpowering and sweet, but she didn't actually mind it too much. I know when I tried it, I think I took maybe two sips before I ended up draining it down the sink because I could not stomach that. It was so sickly sweet. However, halfway through Allie's can and on a full stomach, mind you, she noticed her hand started shaking a little bit more than usual. She started to get a weird headache behind her eyes is what she said. And she said her heart started racing. She also said that this does not happen when she has a monster or a Red Bull or even a latte. She said that she felt a bit hyper, but she didn't feel like her heart was pounding out of her chest and she doesn't really get sweaty. And if she does feel a bit shaky after drinking an energy drink, she says it might last about a half an hour. And that usually only happens if she didn't have a substantial meal beforehand. But she said these shakes lasted for about four hours after only half a can. And she said she ended up draining it afterwards because she said her heart started to feel like it hurt from racing. And this wasn't dramatized for the sake of this video. And again, this is one person's perspective with Bang. I'm not saying this is how it would affect everyone. We debated for a while going back and forth about if we should even include her experience in this video, but I figured since she kind of went through like torturing herself for the sake of understanding the product better that I feel like we should at least say something about what happened to her. What's going to bother me most about Bang isn't so much that it's a really strong energy drink because it says that right on the label. It's the way that they present themselves and the way that Jack Owak presents himself. And that's the CEO, by the way. On their About Us page, it reads, my name is Jack Owak, CEO, CSO, Chief Scientific Officer and founder of Bang Energy established in 1993. My elite team and I run Bang Energy, VPX and Redline with the same passion, energy and enthusiasm as I did 24 years ago, sleeping on an air mattress on the floor in order to vigorously pursue my destiny and dreams sound crazy, but this small sacrifice was worth the massive rewards and magnificent blessings that flowed through me onto millions of others just like you. My objective from the very beginning was to intentionally help others. I knew in my heart that the more people I helped, the more successful and prosperous Bang Energy would become. My mission statement was simple, to make the highest quality nutritional supplements on the market backed by scientific research. I felt obligated to start my own supplement company and set the highest standards in manufacturing because I was tired of all the lies and deception that the unscrupulous supplement companies were using to purposefully rip off consumers. I intended to hold myself and the company to a higher standard than any other company on the planet. 
In fact, I wanted to run Bang Energy like a pharmaceutical company and adhere closer to their higher standards. This is precisely why the acronym VPX actually stands for Vital Pharmaceuticals with the X appearing lower than the VP, similar to how it appears in RX. Now, again, my research thus far shows that Bang came out in 2012, not in 1993. And again, it's simply the parent company VPX that came out in 1993. Their own wording is a little bit misleading here. And this mission statement about wanting to run Bang like a pharmaceutical company, like I'm just not buying it. It's fine if someone wants to help people seriously. I just don't think Jack Owak is qualified to do that. Jack says that he used to be a high school science teacher and he's developed his own whole food eating strategies. He says he based everything off of science and supplements as part of his protocol. This sounds like a bit of an oxymoron to me because many supplements may be popular, but they're unregulated and often unproven. Those of you who've been on this channel for a bit now know that I think the supplement industry is mostly a bunch of smoke and mirrors and wild claims. So for Jack to say he believes in science and supplements, like those two don't really go as hand in hand as you would think. Now, this is not at all to minimize high school science teachers either, but I'm not sure that one would be qualified to be a chief science officer of a pharmaceutical company. Again, I could be completely wrong on this, and I'm not saying that high school science teachers don't work hard for their degrees or anything, so please do not misunderstand me. I am not coming for science school teachers. I'm just saying that Jack specifically doesn't seem to have any experience in the pharmaceutical field and teaching high school science doesn't really assure me that he understands pharmaceuticals enough to be the chief scientific officer. Sure, he can have a desire to start Bang Energy based on his own experiences and ideas, but shouldn't he be hiring someone more experienced and qualified as the CSO? And as for their claim to fame of being a healthier product, well, their nutrition facts don't exactly tell the whole story either. One source reads, an energy drink called Bang is rapidly gaining popularity thanks to claims and nutrition facts that seemingly stand in stark contrast to traditional options like Monster or Rockstar. With rave reviews all around the internet, is Bang really the future of energy drinks? Let's take a closer look to see if Bang energy drinks are actually as healthy as some might lead you to believe. Bang energy drinks come in a variety of flavors, but it looks like each one has identical or near identical nutrition facts. One 16 ounce can of Bang contains zero calories, zero grams of fat, zero milligrams of cholesterol, zero milligrams of sodium, 85 milligrams of potassium, zero grams of carbohydrates, zero grams of fiber, zero grams of sugar, zero grams of protein. 50% of the daily value of vitamin C, 25% of the daily value of niacin, 25% of the daily value of vitamin B6, 25% of the daily value of vitamin B12, 2% daily value of magnesium. Compared to a 16 ounce can of Rockstar, which packs 260 calories and 62 grams of sugar, the nutrition facts look like a massive improvement, but Bang still packs plenty of sweetness despite the lack of sugar. How? Sucralose is the secret of how Bang can taste so good despite containing zero grams of sugar. Sucralose is a common artificial sweetener that is 320 to 1000 times sweeter than table sugar. Splenda is one of the common sucralose-based sweeteners. Healthline concludes that sucralose is probably fine for use in moderation if your body handles it well, and it's generally recognized as safe by the FDA. However, it may cause issues with your gut health. And like most artificial sweeteners, it probably won't help you decrease your overall calorie consumption in the grand scheme of things. 
When we consume something sweet, it signals to our body to expect incoming calories. When those calories don't arrive, as is the case with zero calorie diet sodas or energy drinks, we often end up consuming more calories elsewhere to make up for what's missing. You do you. I'm not gonna sit here and debate if artificial sweeteners are better or worse than sugar. I think it's just important to recognize that their claims aren't exactly based on a very strong foundation. Plus, unless you've got a really horrible diet, it's actually pretty rare that you'd be deficient on vitamin B and C, like the ones found in Bang Energy. This is honestly starting to remind me a little bit of Juice Plus, like if I'm being honest, those little capsules that claim to be so healthy and good for you, but when you look at the nutrition facts, it turns out those vitamins that it provides are not only minimal, but the ones that people just aren't commonly lacking. So while Bang can claim to have vitamins in their drinks, sure, it's important to recognize that those buzzwords don't necessarily equate to any real health benefits. In addition to that, while Bang is ready and willing to discuss its vitamins, there's some ingredients that they don't talk about. And let's just change gears for just a moment to thank today's sponsor, Mint Mobile. After dealing with 2020 and surviving that and literally surviving the first month of 2021, which literally was a year in of itself with what happened, the last thing on my mind is wasting money on stupid shit I don't need to be wasting it on anymore. Am I allowed to say that in an ad read? I I just did anyway. Oops, I said the S word. Anyway, for people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just $15 a month. By going online and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings along to you. And all plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Again, you can use your own phone and keep your same phone number and contacts and all of that. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. To get your new wireless plan starting at just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash casket. Again, that's mintmobile.com slash casket. Make sure to cut your wireless bill to like 15 bucks a month by going to mintmobile.com slash casket. Thank you so much, Mint Mobile. And let's jump right back into the craziness. If you're talking about Bang, you must examine what the company calls its potent brain and body rocking fuel, a cocktail of caffeine, CoQ10, super creatine, what the company calls its patented creation of Creole L-leucine and BCAAs. Aside from caffeine, we cannot seem to locate exactly how much of these ingredients are in each can of Bang. It's not on the label and it's not on the company's official website, not ideal. So while BCAAs, branch chain amino acids, creatine, and CoQ10 can offer some benefit, particularly for those with deficiencies in their diet, we can't analyze how they impact the nutritional profile of Bang. To further complicate matters, VPX Sports, the company behind the drink, is currently being sued on allegations their super creatine isn't actually creatine at all. And we'll discuss that in just a second because calling an ingredient super creatine when it's not creatine is pretty fucking worrying to say the least. But let me finish off this section with the final part of what's going on in those bang cans. My source reads, now would probably be a good time to also tell you each bang can is adorned with so many warnings you'd think it was a live hand grenade. These include not intended for individuals under the age of 18. Do not use this product if you are pregnant or nursing. Do not consume this product if you are taking any prescription drug and or have any medical condition. 
This product contains caffeine and should not be used with any other caffeine containing products. This product is intended for healthy individuals only. There are a lot of red flags and gray areas currently surrounding the beverage. But one thing we do know is that a 16 ounce can of Bang contains a staggering 300 milligrams of caffeine. The average eight ounce cup of brewed coffee contains 95 milligrams, while a 12 ounce can of Red Bull contains 111 milligrams. Any way you look at it, that's an extraordinary amount of caffeine in a single serving. Bang energy drinks have about three times as much caffeine as a Red Bull. So it's no wonder Allie was kind of teleporting and rolling around on the floor after having one, not literally, but she says it's kind of how she felt. And don't get me wrong, recent studies show that around 400 milligrams of caffeine per day is safe for most healthy adults. But if someone chugs most of that limit, 300 milligrams in a few minutes, well, that doesn't seem all that safe. And I don't think Bang Energy should really be seen as a healthy alternative to what's already on the market. And that's saying a lot considering what else is on the market. Now let's get to that creatine lawsuit because this is where we go from shady territory to something far more deceptive. The lawsuit has been filed by Monster Energy Drinks and that was back in 2018. So let me clarify right off the bat that Monster is very obviously biased against VPX. I kind of wish the plaintiff were someone unbiased or a third party. So we knew this wasn't a competitor filing a lawsuit against another competitor, but the evidence is still pretty compelling here. So I couldn't not bring it up. The general allegation portions include, defendants VPX and OWAC sell Bang by misleading and deceiving the public about the product's ingredients and the benefits of consumption. Simply put, defendants advertising and marketing scheme tricks consumers into believing they are getting something they are not. According to defendants, Bang Energy contains significant amounts of supercreatine, a purportedly new compound invented by VPX and branch chain amino acids. This is false. Supercreatine is nothing more than water-soluble creatine, a popular supplement. Bang claims supercreatine is 20 times more effective at reaching the brain than other forms of creatine. This is false. Bang claims consuming Bang can, quote, reverse mental retardation, end quote. It cannot. Bang claims consuming Bang can also help cure Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, Huntington's disease, and other forms of dementia. It cannot. Bang claims it is the healthiest energy drink on the market. It is not. And I thought what we were going to hear is about how Bang was putting like super creatine in there and it's not creatine, but some random do nothing supplement. But this is honestly a little bit worse. And Monster does truly have a leg to stand on here. The lawsuit mentions that the NAD, the National Advertising Division, came for Redline back in 2008 and VPX in 2010. Now it seems like it's Bang's turn to sit in the hot seat. However, before I get into Bang's ridiculous claims, let me explain that Monster hasn't exactly been completely innocent in any of this either. And Bang has actually won some lawsuits against them for how they've handled this case. One source states, Bang Energy has prevailed yet again in court against Monster Energy in the Netherlands. On September 5th, 2019, a Dutch district found that Monster had acted unlawfully towards Bang Energy by disseminating public communications, including letters to Bang Energy's customers containing false allegations about Bang Energy and its products. The court held that contrary to what Monster had alleged, Bang Energy drinks are freely available in the EU. The court held also that Monster had wrongfully suggested that in prior litigation between Monster and Bang Energy, an injunction would have been granted against the marketing of Bang Energy drinks when in fact, the prior court said no such thing and instead denied the majority of Monster's claims, finding Monster to be the losing party. And I get why Monster would be pissed at Bang Energy and telling people to avoid them if Bang Energy is seriously making these claims. 
But at the same time, making these allegations before they're proven in court isn't a good look either. As for Banks' claim themselves, some of them I did find really damaging and messed up. One video by Jack Owok, the one that states Bang Energy can help, quote, mental retardation, end quote, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and Huntington's has been privated on YouTube. Unsurprising here. And I also just wanna emphasize that this is a direct quote. I know that the R word can be extremely offensive and there were direct words from Owok himself that he chose to use. However, because the internet is forever, I found a clip of Owok saying this and, you know, it's still messed up. Again, sure, Monster and Bang are direct competitors. So I know there's a massive bias against Bang in this lawsuit from the onset and the battle between them may be viewed as nothing more than trying to take down the competition. Yet these statements from Owak piss me off to no end. He's the founder, the CEO, the chief science officer for fuck's sake. And with those titles, people are bound to trust him or at least think he knows something about what he's talking about. But these claims are both dangerous and stupid. And it's far from the only questionable thing Bang's CEO has done. Now it's time for the entertaining and laughably terrible part of today. The TikToks, the social media presence and analyzing Jack's behavior. Again, Danny Gonzalez did talk about some of this in his Bang Energy video about Bang Energy influencers in probably more hilarious detail than what I'll do, but I think it's still important to touch on nonetheless. Now, Jack does have a TikTok where he's tagged in Bang influencer posts all the time, even from people as famous as Jojo Siwa. Now, obviously this music is copyrighted, so I won't be able to play any of the things in the clips, but just know that she's lip syncing and dancing along to some pop song while drinking a Bang Energy drink. It's not really hard to get the picture of what's going on. So I guess what worries me about this, at least what's a little bit questionable, is the age group that Bang is appealing to. Don't get me wrong, I'm in my late 20s. I use TikTok and I see the you know TikToks that I get made fun of all the time that the older group of people on TikTok and I don't have mental breakdowns over it most of the time. But Jojo Siwa has been regarded as an icon to those under 16 because she's described as an honest, bright, colorful young lady, like you get the picture. I'm not saying you can't be over 18 and like Jojo Siwa, but she does appeal to a younger demographic. And don't even get me started on that Danielle Cohn girl that's like 13 or something and lied about her age. She also promotes Bang, but that's that's a whole different mess entirely. So why is Bang promoting this to a younger demographic if they say don't drink Bang if you're younger than 18? Like I know here in the US, you don't get ID'd at least yet for purchasing an energy drink. So it's not as if younger people under the age of 18 can't get their hands on Bang. And I'm not saying Bang's doing anything illegal here either, but I do think it's really irresponsible. There's even like another TikTok that I came across that shows some little kid, like definitely under the age of 18, holding a Bang. They don't take a sip from it. They just grab it from someone that I'm guessing is like the parent or older sibling or something. But the implication is that they were going to drink it and that's where the TikTok cuts off. Jack himself also promoted these presentations and parties for Bang on his Instagram, which is fine, I guess. But even his Instagram profile description as of writing this is pretty questionable. It states CEO and Bang Energy, new fusion and redline inventor, author, Bang anti-diet book and app, world's number one supplement innovator backed by 30 university studies. New fusion, which I'm guessing is about to be the weirdest spelling for new fusion I'll ever see. And for those listening to this, it's spelled N-O-O-F-U-Z-I-O-N, which, okay. It's, uh, it's a workout that Bang Energy released apparently. And while I guess it could be argued that it's good to see a company advocate for health, I 
don't think it's quite honest to equate this drink to health either. That level of caffeine can't really be healthy and the random virtually useless amount of vitamins they include don't really make this drink any better for you. Like pick a lane, health or energy drinks. Conflating the two and branding themselves as this health company just really is not reality and it's not healthy. Jack doesn't have the qualifications to talk about health and wellness, but often he does. Also, holy shit, dude, like get a pop filter. It sounds like he's spinning everywhere he says a P or B sound. Plus, if he's going to talk about nutrition and muscle growth, he could at least throw some sources up there instead of just saying studies show without any mention of what the study is. Like, I don't really care if he posts advertisements with beautiful models drinking bang or whatever, that's marketing and it's not offensive or dangerous. It's these health claims and the posts that either imply or downright state that this is some health or workout drink that piss me off. Also, Jack, my dude, please don't lift weights in a suit. Get yourself some gym clothes, my guy, that, you know, something that makes you look a little bit more qualified like to speak on what you're talking about. Right now, it just looks like you don't know what you do at a gym in these videos, like legit. He goes and tries to lift weights in a suit. It's just, it's weird looking. But anyway, even with the previous mentions of this being unhealthy and the sources about caffeine and false claims we've discussed, Jack still insists that this is a health drink. One article published by Jack in 2017 reads, with 22 gold standard performance enhancement studies from UCLA to Florida State University already backing our revolutionary sports supplements, it's its 23rd study that is underway right now that we are most excited about. We are super thrilled because VPX slash Bang will make history again when it releases the results from its 23rd study because it is being conducted with an NCAA division one football team. Preliminary study results already show an 11.2% increase in the collegiate athlete's ability to perform repetitions with just one serving of Bang. However, it's the longer term increases in performance that we are most interested in these longer term results will be forthcoming. From my personal experience using Bang over a nine week period, I started pressing 70 pound dumbbells for 12 reps and now I'm bench pressing 75 pound dumbbells for a personal best of 23 reps. Keeping in mind as an undefeated bench press champion 30 years ago, I can now do more reps at age 55. Most energy drinks on the market are health robbing energy drinks, which leave you with a crash. Bang optimizes synergistic ingredients for energy, not just an immediate effect. Bang is unlike any carbonated beverage on the market because it's sugar-free, calorie-free, and contains no artificial ingredients. I call the explosion of this new health-promoting beverage the Bang Revolution. The comments below have an excellent point on this, like how the hell is sucralose not an artificial ingredient? Again, drink what you want. I understand why some people need sucralose or artificial sweeteners and why it's safer for diabetics in certain scenarios. But sucralose is without a doubt an artificial sweetener and it's in Bang. So why is Jack saying there's no artificial ingredients? That's just a downright lie. It's like he doesn't know his own product and that spells all kinds of fuckery for me, especially for the chief science officer to say this. Bang has become, according to the LA Times, increasingly popular at fitness clubs. So this marketing tactic of theirs is unfortunately working. Bang is growing quickly, slowly catching up to other more well-known companies. They're still far behind Red Bull and Monster, but their growth has been on a steady incline for the past few years. However, the Monster versus Bang lawsuit isn't the only one Bang is involved in. Before we end today's episode, I want to briefly go over the Bang versus PepsiCo lawsuit that began late last year. According to Food Business News, the maker of Bang Energy Beverages says it has filed a lawsuit against PepsiCo Inc. alleging the New York-based company engaged in gross misconduct and failed to meet contractual and joint business plan commitments and requirements under a distribution agreement announced in April. 
Vital Pharmaceuticals Incorporated, a parent company of Bang Energy, gave PepsiCo notice of termination as its exclusive distributor in October, citing concerns regarding PepsiCo's performance since the partnership began. Jack Owak, founder and chief executive officer of Bang Energy, said the company sincerely expected PepsiCo to execute at an even higher level based on their enormous resources and promises. In response, PepsiCo issued a statement on November 17th expressing disappointment to receive the notice of termination without cause, especially given the rapid success we've had in significantly expanding the presence and availability of Bang Energy drinks. PepsiCo remains the exclusive distributor of Bang Energy drinks across the US through October, 2023, PepsiCo said. We will continue to fulfill our obligations under our agreement, which does not include any minimum purchase commitment. Serving our customers remains our top priority while also defending and enforcing our exclusive rights granted in the agreement. Following termination of the deal, Bang Energy alleged in the lawsuit that PepsiCo has since falsely represented itself as Bang's exclusive distributor to independent distributors and retailers and has used intimidation tactics such as threatening lawsuits against anyone who fails to purchase Bang Energy exclusively from Pepsi. Additionally, the lawsuit claims that PepsiCo repeatedly and intentionally sabotaged Bang Energy in the retail market. Unfortunately, we were blindsided and bamboozled, Mr. Owak said. If PepsiCo really is resorting to intimidation tactics, then Bang would be in the right to sue them. But since this is so new, I'm not sure if we're going to know the truth about this for some time. My sympathy for Bang is pretty limited though because of the CEO's claims about his drink and their questionable marketing, but I am curious to see where the monster and PepsiCo lawsuits end up. But with all of that being said, that's where I'm going to end today's episode of The Corporate Casket. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode about Bang Energy. And if you did, make sure you're following this podcast so you never miss a new upload. I upload every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday so you can always get something to get you through the week. Again, thank you so much for making it to another episode of The Corporate Casket, and I will see you in the next one. Bye.